Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I don't know why Chris turned into Emeril Lagasse with a bam in the middle of that That's whole the best thing, part. But, Everything that he did, I was I just waiting it. for the just waiting for the second bam. I didn't know if the first bam was setting up a second bam, but the second bam was so good. I thought that was your deal. Like after you get when you go bang bang, you're gonna do the little finger guns at me and yeah, kind of bang bang it along I the way. I only I think took it from Dave Chappelle. That's it. <laughs> from the it's Chappelle show. Not a bad show. guy to steal from. Yeah. Right. Okay. So real real quick on the car pizza before we take this very important bang. call. Um, I you guys know my deal when it comes to food, fast food, all that stuff. The 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 one part about it that's really kind of gross, quite frankly. Makes your car smell terrible. It's, it makes your car smell like a deep fryer, yep. even if you just take it from the the store back to the house and it's a two, three block ride. Yep. What in the world does your ride smell like if you've left a pizza in it overnight? That's that's how, how about Chris, this. That's, that's a bad bad jam. Trav, what was it a couple weeks ago where I said, remember I had took taken the booster shot and then I came back. I didn't know what was in me and I came out firing and I was angry yes. at everybody. And I like then that guy. The next night I had to do. I mentioned some friends were coming into town from Seattle, right. blah, blah, blah. So we picked up some food. When I went, there was a place in South Pasadena area, let's say 10, 12 minutes um, from here. I went and picked up Indian food. The Indian food in my car in that 10, 12 uh, minutes, very I think aromatic. it's still there. I think it's still there. I think there's still chicken there's masala aromas. smell. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, not a, that's not a salad. <laughs> it's, it's it's not a mixed green salad that you're transporting in your uh, car. There's going some, to there's Laker some, games, or, I'm like, I think my suit smells like <laughs> non. Yeah, that doesn't smell so bad. That, that smells, smells amazing. Good. Yeah, that's it good. really does. Garlic ESPN one. Radio brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So, um, we're kind of peeling the onion a little bit, right? Like we're finding out that Emily doesn't like cheese. It's on a date, but that it's you know if they go through the drive-through, that's a little bit different because there's a little time and all of these things. And we found out that she has Emily's 25 years old, and she has kind of a, a range of people that she would be interested in getting to know, and a little bit older than her up until their low uh, low 30s, but not too much younger that she doesn't want to deal with immature uh, men. Brings us to Costa Mesa and Connor. Connor, you're on Travis Lee. What's going on, Connor? What's up, Travis and Sliwa? Thanks so much for taking my call. Love your guys' show. I cannot believe they put me on. Uh, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you okay. We're, we're just clear. both right we're, we're both kind of like parents right now listening. So go ahead. <laughs> what, what do you have? Yeah, this is hilarious. So I was listening to yesterday, and she loves uh, – this actually has a question for Emily. Uh, she was uh, talking about cold pizza yesterday, and I was like, oh, that's funny enough. Not many people do. Love cold pizzas. My favorite food. And then she mentioned that she worked at Chick-fil-A, and I was a Chick-fil-A cow in high school, okay. so I also nice. worked at Chick-fil-A. Okay, we're uh, still listening. Go ahead. Point. Continue. Yeah, so I have a question for her. Uh, pros and cons for Emily and I getting coffee. Uh, pros of getting coffee with me, Emily, would be it gets you out of, mo- it gets you out of your bed in the early morning. It's free coffee, and it's a hilarious <laughs> story of how our first date happened. Also, cons of getting first coffee with me. Obviously, it gets you outside of your comfort zone, which some people would argue is a good thing. So what do you say? 
I gotta say, pretty good, pretty good sales pitch. I'm listening to the timeshare for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, Costa Mesa is a hike, so that's what I've heard. But I also oh, don't stop. know the geography. I make that of... drive every day. Where You're fine. You? You'll be fine. You? Wait, mean, wait, like, wait, guys, let her you? finish. <laughs> let her finish. This is the key. But we got to listen to Emily here. Go ahead. I gotta say, one, anybody who works at Chick Fil A too, I I have a kinship a with, connection. and I also was the cow at Chick-fil-A as well. So I think this is a pretty good selling point. So uh, you got me intrigued. I'll I'll listen to further further talks. (laughs) Yeah, she's willing to consider the proposition a a little further. Uh, So I I guess at this point, Connor, we we turn it over to you guys. I don't – look – you you are the young. It's a great oh, by the way, very, very quickly, Connor, do you fit into the appropriate age range that Emily requires? Are you yes. between thirty-two so and twenty-five? I'm thirty years old. I have a full-time okay. job. I live in a house. Have a roommate. Never <laughs> been married job. before. Do you have a bed frame? That's the, that's the main thing. Oh. It's like if you if your mattress on the floor, that's also a, that's a no go for uh, do for I any, any young man. Yes, I have a bed frame, bedside table, a desk in my room. I work from home most days. Wow. This sounds like Connor is a functioning adult, Emily. This, this, is, a, this, this, is, this is this is working Emily. in the right. Place. Connor, bro. Connor, ask for the number. Just ask for the number. This is the time. Boy, well, I'm not going to say it over the air. Yeah, do do the DM thing, and well, you know, I look forward to hearing about the. The first date between Connor and Emily. Chris will love this fact. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, Connor. Good job, man. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much. See you, Emily. I'll talk to you soon. Damn right you will. <laughs> Look at go. Connor. I like that. Look, Throwing that I, in at I, I don't. I don't. I just. I'm looking at Emily right now on the Zoom. She got a little smile on her face. Like I. I feel like you were. You hey. were kind of listening to the pitch. You feel pretty good about that. Yeah, I, I like to be desired. That's one thing I'd like to say. So, that's, that's nice. <laughs> who does? Can who, I who give does? one analysis on Connor here? Okay, Emily. Yeah. You don't like cold pizza, right? No, I do like cold pizza. Wait, but I like, thought you like – I like the pizza that – I thought the pizza sitting room temperature is kind of like the preference of the pizza, correct? But there, it's not warm. I guess it's not cold, but yeah. I guess I don't deny Te- cold pizza, pizza either. Lukewarm. So the thing is, I think my biggest thing is that I don't like it reheated. So if it's in the fridge, if someone puts it in the fridge, not me, I will eat it. So, but if it's put in the uh, oven later on, I don't really want it. Can I, I, can I, can I just give this. can I just give an observation from what just happened here? Connor sounds Please. like a cool dude. Like I, I don't know, I, the fact that the guy called into the show, you know, played around with it as well, listed out some pros, listed out some cons. I, I like the style because you know what could have easily happened. He didn't call into the show and he didn't make a move. He didn't do any of that stuff. Kind of a fan of Connor. Not gonna lie. No, that was that was a, a pretty good way of doing it. Absolutely, I, Emily. It was this like the it was the bed frame question like a. Are you still like? The, I'm, here's what I'm picking up. Maturity is an important part of your yes. uh, decision making tree, right? And bed frame means you've taken the time to live an adult life for a period of time. Am I reading exactly. this right? Yes, okay. that's what that, I want to say. Yeah, you have you have a you've set yourself up that you're not living in a college dorm room anymore. <laughs> right, right. I'm not. I don't have mail crates or milk can I jugs tell you, holding up my coffee table. Can I tell you one of the greatest? We just got things, rid of those last week in the Rogers household, by the way. One of the greatest things in life is what we call competition. Competition means Connor doesn't think that he's got the field to himself, right? Connor doesn't all of a sudden think that uh, he's in the driver's seat right here. Uh, Trav, there is another caller yeah. that would like to chime in and. Give his thoughts on um, why he should take Emily out for a cup of coffee. So why don't we go to Dave 
in Thousand Oaks here. Dave, we appreciate you calling in, man. I, I don't know what you thought of Connor. I thought Connor was a good dude. I thought he was very prepared. I thought he was professional. So give, kind of give us your uh, your elevator pitch here. I mean, yeah, nothing against Connor. It definitely seems like he puts the FU in fun right on for him. You know, uh, poster. Um, my, Coming out I hot. I work in the NFL. Yeah. I work for the Los Angeles Rams and Thousand Oaks at their practice facility. So I'm in the sports world, so it's a little bit more to relate with. Um, and, wow. you know, it's uh, – so I mean, my pitch is a little different, but I'm more easygoing. It just seems like he's a little amped up, but, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 uh, I'll leave it at that, man. So. I, I, my my yeah, favorite I mean, part the best, of this. The best, you know, you can situation you get out of it. You know, you can make a, you know, an internet friend in the future. I don't know, or a buddy out of it. But you never know what it can come to. But, yeah, I just thought it was uh, intriguing on the applications and the interviews that you guys were going through on the phone. And I just thought it was. I had to chime in on my own with that one. I, so. I like it. He's not going to let like someone it. else kind of jump to the front of the line if this is how mm-hmm. they're going to do it. Dave wants in on this. Um it's kind of an interesting play, and Emily, you take me through this. Like, Dave's play was half, hey, I got some stuff that you and I yeah. might have in common. Like the other was thing. pushing down the competition. The other half was, let, yeah. me, <laughs> let, me, let me take a dump yeah. on old Connor real quick. So it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of a an interesting. I like competitiveness. Uh, okay, so which so of the two I, pitches were more intriguing to you? You can I don't say know. yes to both, by the way. I, right? Yes, I mean, we can make this into a whole bit. I can, uh, you know, go on all these <laughs> – Blind dates. I feel like, but I do. I do like a commonality in work. I do like that aspect of uh, you know someone who can relate. Uh, but I also don't like when I go on dates with men and they try to up me on sports talk. So that's the only thing that I I don't find super attractive. So if we can if we can have a nice little conversation, not just about sports, I'm okay with that as well. Fellas, so don't guys- bring the box score to your coffee. Okay, <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't start going Don't worry, because it's happened before, so that's not an exaggeration. No, I get it, but, you know, points in the paint, is 70 to 67. I mean, that they says need, it all. Don't do that, guys. They, they need to run behind Andrew Whitworth more. I'm just telling you right now, when they run behind Andrew Whitworth, they're having a lot of success when they go to the other side. You know, Rob Havenstein, he's fine in pass protection, but when you go right behind Rob Havenstein, it's just not quite there. Let me tell you about Odell Beckham Jr. and why he uh, has actually fit awesome. in better than Robert Woods. Yeah, I'm going to say – to both, now, the DMs are open. So, uh, so, okay. so, so yeah, make it That's a long pitch there. All right, so, so Al, how long have you been uh, in your relationship for with Lady Slee? Um, we've been together for a long time, over six, seven years. Okay, so th- this is exciting yeah. for both Alan and myself, Emily, because it's been a minute since we've had, you know, for me, I, I, I've known my wife since we were 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is, this is very different for me. This is very exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm here for this, Al. I'm not going to lie. I'm very excited to hear. You, you, I'm not telling you what to do, obviously, Emily, but I would, if you are interested, I would like you to schedule these sooner than later so we can continue to discuss how this goes. Is that I'm a busy lady, but we'll see. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Just fair give enough. a thought, and then, you know, Trav and I will be at the table next to you guys, and we'll be live streaming as well. We'll, <laughs> yeah. be, mic'd up. we'll be mic'd up what? doing the play. You do why? play-by-play, I'll do color. Why are you guys at Starbucks in Costa Mesa? What are, Ooh, what are you doing Connor here? does not go in and offer dessert. Not a good move from Connor right there. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you talked to Brian Whithorst. Uh, Dave you just called his Lincoln mother tickets. in yeah. the middle of a date. What is Dave doing? <laughs> I, hey, look, like Emily, the DMs are open. The phone lines are open too. 877-710-ESPN. It's Travis Lee, 710-ESPN.
10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Who was that voice? Never, never knew who that was, that some funchest guy from a million years ago. Happy birthday to uh, Dolly Parton. You hear her right mm. there. Happy uh, 76th to Dolly. Dolly does the thing that arguably might be the most difficult thing for any, especially any person in this country to pull off. Everybody likes her. That's true. Everybody, everybody, everybody. likes right. Dolly Parton. That in, in so much polarization and you know opinions on this, that, and the next thing, the, the, the list of people that are universally liked is very, very short, and Dolly might be near the top of the list. I didn't know this, actually. There is a most likable person in the world list. Oh, really? Did you know this? Where did I fall? Um, you <laughs> are. Okay, who, who do you think is number one most likable person in the world? I'd hate to be this At guy, least on like, this we, list. We're going to need to define likability. Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know what the word I don't think this one will shock you. Okay. Uh, the most like Tom Hanks. The Rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy that. Yeah, I buy that. That yeah, he's he's he's, yeah, he's he, kind he of hits. on all spectrums of it. Yep. I like Dolly more than I like The Rock. <laughs> I mean, The Rock's fine. I don't dislike The Rock, but if you're telling me you want to spend an hour with uh, dinner with The Rock or Dolly Parton, I think I'm going to pick Dolly. I think I, I, she's she's lived a long and, and interesting life. I think I'm going with. Uh, I take a Will Ferrell. I think everybody likes Will Ferrell as well. Good and if one. I could spend Another an hour with one. Will Ferrell, which is still the most baller thing I've ever – the story that you said you guys were doing a broadcast and Will Ferrell it's, just comes into it and says, hey, I was just I'm listening. Not, I'm not going to lie out. It is yeah. my favorite story too. That It was me, Key, and LZ. We were doing the show at the bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it was an LAFC kind of uh, day. And we're just doing the show. We're there on the stage, and I see this dude walk in the back of the room, and I see him. And I'm like, "Wow, that looks a lot like Will Ferrell." Wow, that's yeah. I mean, that guy looks a lot like Will Ferrell. And he gets a little closer. It's Will Ferrell, and he. We kind of look at each other, and it's hey. And I kind of like motion to the empty seat, like, "Hey, you want to come up?" And he kind of shrugs his shoulder, like, "Sure." And like you just said, the story that's, was, yeah. "I was listening to you guys dropping my kids off come at on. school, and I thought I'd just swing by and say what's come up, on. and I nearly fell off my chair." Yeah, it's uh, it, it's pretty great. How about this one? <laughs> what about Steph Curry? In the, to go to the sports world for a second, is there anybody on earth that doesn't like Steph Curry? I think so. I think there's some people. Yeah. He's very, very, very likable. Actually, no, it is it is a good point because even people Clay. who don't know anything people, about the NBA, too. people who don't know anything about the NBA, they know who Steph Curry is. Like they know Steph. So that's that's a that's a pretty good one. Yes, that's a pretty good one. By the way, like like Draymond, eh, a little polarizing. Yeah, right. There's some people that are not team Draymond. Clay, Clay's another one. Uh, mm-hmm. Clay doesn't have quite the um, Q. Like he's not in as many things as Clay or as, yeah. as Steph. Right. Like Steph's yeah. on Subway commercials and all this stuff. Clay's in a few, uh, a, a couple. Of Family those, man, but. wife is popular too with what she does and everything else. So I think I think that has something to do with it. Okay, Cross today's today's stat hero of the day. 
we'll, we can get back into this in uh, in regards to uh, Frank Vogel. So he's 116 and 71. That's his record with the Lakers as a head coach. 18 and nine in the postseason. Obviously helped the Lakers to their 17th NBA championship. And Trav, the the conversation you can't these last. By the way, this didn't start yesterday. It didn't start two weeks ago. It didn't even start a month ago. I think there's been some conversation once the season started with the Lakers. Hey, is this thing working out? We, we know how this works. The scapegoat in sports, whether you think, hey, Frank Vogel is a huge reason why the Lakers are sitting at 20, uh, 22 and 22, or if you think it's something else, whatever the case is, the scapegoat's always going to be your head coach. So um, that's been the conversation a lot these last couple of days. And I, I think, you know, I, I was having a conversation with Brian Windhorst yesterday. He came on Lakers Talk. I want to play something from him because one of the points that he said um, talked about, yes, there is a, a, a strong likelihood that if, that if the Lakers made a coaching change, I don't think it would be a surprise or a shock. But what is it going to mean if they do do it? Take a quick listen to this. So I... That one sticks out to me because, Trav, if, if, if I kind of try to paint the picture for the Lakers right now, and we're looking at the Lakers, the present, and we're also looking at the future. The present is this with the Lakers. They're a 500 basketball team. They're all in in the situation that they are. They have zero margin for error to win any game. So yep. you play – if LeBron James isn't the best player on the floor, there's a good chance, Lakers, what's going to happen in that game? It's not going to go their way. Okay, they're probably going to lose. If LeBron plays great, but the role players don't step up, they're probably going to lose that game. They need kind of all stars to align just to win one game. Okay, well, eventually Anthony Davis is going to come back. Is AD going to come back and all of a sudden be the savior to this Lakers team? I, I You know, the, the, the biggest problem with that is we hesitate because we say, I don't know what's going to – is AD going to come back and all of a sudden he's what he was 15 months ago? Or is it going to be the Anthony Davis we were watching for the first couple months of the season, which we know is not good enough to change the Lakers from where they are today to, hey, now they can compete with the Suns and the Warriors or some of these other teams. So yeah, there's I don't kinda... think he's going to get a chance. I, I, I think it's going to happen before then. The, the – the second this story started, what was it? what's today? Today's Wednesday. I mentioned it on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned it that look, this is when they had that game in Denver and they got humiliated, right? They they got beat by thirty seven points. They were down by forty two by a Denver team that's mediocre, right? And Russell Westbrook said we didn't play hard. Dwight Howard said we didn't play hard. LeBron James apologized. Magic Johnson comes in off the top rope and says Laker fans deserve better. That was the, okay, here it comes. This this is this is the first domino of the coach is going to get fired. You know what the next domino is? What happened yesterday where everybody's tied. It's in the newspaper. It's in the athletic. It's online. Yep. It's all. And this is not just guys speculating. These are people that are plugged into places. These are reporters. They talk to people. This stuff doesn't come out of thin air. This stuff doesn't because if the, these are the easiest things to make go away. Hey, Frank, do you think you're uh, – is, is Frank Vogel's job in jeopardy? No. He's going to be with us to the end of the season. Story's over. We're mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Th- this is the next step in this. They're going on a six-game road trip after they play Indiana tonight. The six games that they're going to play on the road are mostly against teams that they will be favored to lose to. And if they have a couple that there was a report that said, hey, look, had that Utah game been anything like the Denver game, it probably would have happened that night. This was just we're going to wait a day. It's hard to do it after a win. It's coming. Now, whether it's his fault or not is an entirely different conversation. I don't think it is, but I don't think it really matters. This is the NBA. 
you 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 fight when it goes badly the coach gets fired that's the that's the order of operations and it's gonna happen i i i'll bet you a nickel big stakes mm-hmm. you can use it on your virtual poker life that he does not come back from that road trip as the head coach of the team I, I really think we're that close to the end of the line because if they have a cut, if they have something that's even Denver adjacent, by the way, Miami, Philly, Brooklyn, okay, you get one of those teams that drops and you lose by twenty five points. I think we're really close to the end of the line. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this. I, I don't know how much things will change if that is the case because you know here's the kind of reality of where the Lakers are. The reality is. You know, I mentioned you got to almost play perfect basketball right now. There is no margin for error. The new goal is you have to stay out of the playing tournament. That's the new goal right now. The new goal is don't be a seventh or an eighth seed because now you're going to have to play Phoenix or Golden State in the first round. Trav, do you think a new voice, if it's Fizdale or it's something else, I don't know how much of that's going to change. And those were some of the points Windhorse was trying to make is if the if Frank Vogel goes. Not many people are going to think, well, it's because Frank Vogel, the Lakers are in this position. They're going to look at, obviously, the offseason that the Lakers, the moves that they made, how that has panned out. And that's really the reason, the main reason why they're 22 and 22. Well, so what happens next, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, that, let, Let's say that this goes the way that it feels like it's going, mm-hmm. okay? Which is something short of an NBA championship. The, 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 a title seems borderline pipe dream at this point. You're going to probably have a new coach. You're going to have a, a different roster next season. But the fact of the matter is LeBron is still LeBron. AD is now your future and your present. And now that is a question mark that we didn't think we'd be asking a year ago. What coming up? What, what's coming up next is God only knows. Like It felt like everything was kind of set up. You, you, you ride LeBron as long as you can while he's a top guy. And then just very seamlessly, hey, AD, cool. Let's Now let's just ride that as long as we can. Now you're kind of in no man's land. It's it, And that happened. Fast. It literally happened in one season. That's how quickly it happened. Stat Hero, by the way, exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Just to play off what you just said, Trav, what happens next? What happens moving forward? You know, I, I think the... You ever in this situation where you want to worry about tomorrow, but you're like, look, let me just, I just got to get through this day. I just got to get through this day. I feel like that's the Lakers right now, where they know that tomorrow is also going to be a challenge, but when they're just fighting to just get through this season, uh, Lakers play Pacers tonight. Indiana is one of those teams that looks like they might sell off some of their guys. Miles Turner, DeMontis Sabonis may go. The, The other issue with the Lakers is, you can't really improve the roster the way you want to because you don't have pieces for it. So you're in this weird little predicament. Your coach is not guaranteed to play out the rest of the season. Your players, you're asking basically that with the roster that you have, you got to play perfect basketball to win games. AD, you're not 100% sure which AD is coming on a night-in, night-out basis. And then on top of all that, you don't have the assets to go improve your roster up until the trade deadline. You know, really improve your roster. That's that's the spot that the Lakers are in right now, and that's kind of just the reality of their situation. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Solomon, Lake Balboa. Solomon, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. i, I got to blow off some steam here, if you don't mind. I, I find this so stupid. You know, I, I liken it to this. <laughs> you had a bad day at work. Okay, check it out. You come home and you kick the dog. Is the dog's fault you had a bad day at work? 
Is it Frank Vogel's fault that you gave him a team that's probably not the team he wanted and the Lakers were on the verge of signing Buddy Heald and keeping Alex Caruso? This is, this is the work of LeBron James, who to me, I've said it before and I'll say it again, is the de facto GM for the Lakers. And you, know, and, and you sort of stuck Vogel with this team, and now you're going to make him the scapegoat. That's irritating, man. That is really irritating. The but, man Solomon, I'm not, I'm not telling you not to feel the way that you feel. I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, my friend. That's life in the NBA. That's how it works. This is not new. This is, this is not new. Of course it's not his fault. Of course he was given a roster that was deeply flawed. Of course they saddled him with a star player that has underperformed. That people that, you know, outside of the Laker universe, the Westbrook thing was a really mixed bag for most people. It, But that's the job. When you sign up to be an NBA head coach, you know that, of A, you're going to get, unless your name's Greg Popovich or Phil Jackson, you're going to get fired. That's That's the job. Everybody knows that. Frank Vogel knows that. You also know that when you do get fired, it's probably going to be because of circumstances way beyond your control, which is what's happening now. That's the gig. This is not new. It's just it's his turn to have to wear the, the, the hair shirt because it's his turn to have to wear it. It's not fair. No. The reality of it, yeah. It's just it's going to happen. And that's that's always going to be the scapegoat. And that's Palenka's obviously not going to fire himself. LeBron is not going to come out and say, you know what, this offseason we should have done this or we should have. No, this is – it's going to fall on the coach, period. And that's – I think that's the point that you were trying to make. I, I think, Trav, you, you kind of mentioned this a couple of different times. It's not a question mark. It really doesn't matter whose fault is it. It's not – it's going to fall on the coach, period. Yep. That's the quickest – It's going to fall on the coach. The easiest and it's solution. Russell Westbrook. That's mm-hmm. what that's, – that's the order of operations. Vogel gets it, and then the next thing is we turn to Russell Westbrook, and at the end of the season you try to move him or whatever. This is could have writ I could have written this script back in May. This this was going. This was the way that these things go. When it goes bad, now it could have gone when it well, goes bad. And it, it, yeah, when it goes bad, this is what it is: the coach and then the guy that you just brought in for big money or to fix the thing. That's how it goes every but, but, single but even, time. This Trav, is not but new. Even with all of that. Nobody thought they'd be in this spot. Nobody. Like right no, now, I didn't, I didn't this, think it'd be like this. Twenty-two no. and twenty-two. No. You know, kind of fighting to stay out of the playing tournament. That's that obviously um, that heightens it even more. Travis Lee is brought to you by Goodyear. With you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven. So the Raiders got hooked on Saturday against the Bengals. That was nothing to what happened twenty years ago. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. There's this things happen fast, right? Like I don't know, like going. This isn't the equivalent of going viral, but it happened like something that went viral. Emily and Connor have already decided that on uh, this weekend they're gonna get they're gonna get together for that cup of coffee, Al. So we. Do you, do you take a little ownership in that? Do you feel good about that? Do you, are you a little, little anxious? Like, what, what are your emotions right now? A little nervous. You know what I mean? A little <laughs> nervous. A um, little disappointed that I'm not part of the thread, that you and I are not on, like, a, a text chain. And I don't know. I just feel like uh, – On the email exchange. Yeah, I just want to make sure that uh, – and listen, I already said I'm a fan of Connor. I liked his delivery. I uh-huh. liked the fact that he called into the show. Um, <laughs> and now, uh, you know, I'm a little nervous for Saturday. I just want to make sure things go right. Like, I almost feel like I, I have, want to go take a shower and shave, and I have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I have a little bit of um, – I don't know if it's a, like a parental thing, but like I, I want Connor to send me his most recent bank statement. I want to, I want to see – like, yeah, and I, you can redact the – uh, I actually like that idea. The, yeah, yeah, you can redact the account numbers. I don't want to, like mm-hmm. – steal your stuff i just want to know yep. that you're in a place in your life where you know this has some potential and it's not just you know like em- emily's going do you have a bed frame to kind of test the water on like are you a real adult sure. i'm are just getting adult? to the bottom yeah. line like do, do you have a 401k do you contribute to it are you are you starting to I, that's a rough IRA. <laughs> I, I don't think <laughs> right. i'm going too far by just saying hey send me your 2019 to 2020 tax returns that's all i'm asking i just want to see I want to have a kind of a quick second with your accountant. Just have a quick conversation. I'm not saying long. I'm just saying like 30 to 45 minutes. And I think there's there's things that kind of come into play that I've got a lot more questions right now than I have answers. And I think that's fair. Also going to so, say, Emily, d- sorry, Dave and Thousand Oaks, though, if you still want to get in on this, you're, my DMs are still open, but I figure you're probably at practice because the Rams are practicing right now. So I don't know if you just didn't have time to send me that little message. Speaking of, uh, Sean McVay, head coach of the Rams, is going to join ESPN 710 at some point between 1245 and when he's available. Right, that 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 that's when the clock starts. Uh, yeah. Maybe with me and Al here in the next ten minutes, it, it it's probably slightly more likely to be with uh, Mason and Ireland after one o'clock. But uh, Sean McVay coming up in just a bit. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So the Raiders got hosed on a whistle, an inadvertent whistle that resulted in them uh, giving up a touchdown to the Bengals that shouldn't have counted. That's absolutely nothing compared to what happened 20 years ago today when Tom Brady fumbled in the snow and they decided it wasn't a fumble, that it was the tuck rule. And 20 years later, this still makes no sense. Was well, it's forward. Ridiculous. Complete. You tucked it, and then Ow. the snow came in, and then right <laughs> after that there was an angle that we didn't see. And JFK, uh, we want to go back to that as well. We want to review that. Film? Yes. <laughs> Look, I, for, forgive I me for over, still oversimplifying. Yeah. Um, maybe Charles Woodson drilling him in the back had something to do with that football coming out. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a, yeah, I'm not that a football referee. Stupid. <laughs> I'm, I didn't go to referee school. 
like like Kirk Kirk said something on the pregame show the other day that uh, you know Kirk not only does ramps pre half and post with me, he also a lot does of college games. Um, he does a ton of college games. Almost yeah. just about every Saturday during the college mm-hmm. football season, Kirk does a TV game for ESPN. And he said, you know, I watch a, a rules video every week, so I know what's going on coming into these things. And, and mm-hmm. that's Kirk. Kirk is a prepared guy, and that's how he rolls. I do not watch a rules video every week. But I do know that if Charles Woodson, who's in the Hall of Fame, hits you in the back while you're not looking and the ball comes flying out of your hand, that's a fumble. I don't need to watch a video. I know that that's a fumble, and yet that moment launched the Tom Brady dynasty into what it is still 20 years later. Rams are playing Tom Brady on Sunday. Yeah. He, if he's not the best quarterback in the league, he's still in the top two, three, or four. He's he's right near the top. What if that ball? What what if that call is called correctly? It's it's that you know. Marty McFly space-time continuum thing that, mm-hmm. you know, you can't go back and talk to your parents or whatever it is because it changes the chain of events for the rest of eternity. If that isn't called, I, I still think Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Yeah, he probably finds Tom a way. Yep. But there is something to be said. Like Kobe Kobe always said, like, if I would have gotten drafted by the Hornets, I still would have found a way to win all these championships. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I believe him. But, I mean, that was pretty bleeping terrible, Al. And 20 years later, he's still going. You talk about getting off on the right foot. So I, I think the argument of the actual play, it's like yeah, everybody agrees. Like uh, Still nobody understands what the hell anybody's talking about. That is the craziest part. That that was 20 years ago. And, oh, by the way, this upcoming weekend, Tom Brady has a game against the Rams in Tampa for a chance to continue, uh, you know, get two Super Bowls in a row. Like It's it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. And I, I The think only that's thing what, that's almost as that's stupid. What stands out one- most, that's what stands out most to me. There, there's one thing that's almost as stupid, and maybe stupider. Will Chamberlain stats? <laughs> that's yeah. different. Okay. Always Will Chamberlain, like <laughs> Michael says. LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Le- yeah. LeBron, it, LeBron is in his 19th season, and he looks like and plays like he's still 28 years old. Mm-hmm. It, it, it defies explanation that, you know, you can look at some numbers that maybe he's a little less efficient or maybe he's doing a little bit. The fact of the matter is, just about every night that LeBron James walks out onto an NBA court, he's the best player out there. Very, very rarely is that not true. And you're talking about maybe KD on a given night. Uh, you know, there's a I don't know who else. Maybe Steph once in a while. But 20 years in, we're still talking Stupid. about LeBron the way we talk about Tom. It's it, it, okay. It's inexplicable. There's there's no words to describe how impossible that task is. And this is. If we want to go back, you know, and if you ask somebody, hey, what's your favorite Kobe moment? There's a lot of people that would say his final game, right? There's a lot of people that say his last game at Staples Center, everybody watching. What do you mean the guy's going to have 30 tonight? What do you mean he's going to have 40, 50, ends up with 60, right? Like one of those performances that that arguably goes down as one of the greatest because if you kind of add everything up, his age, how many years he's been in the league, all the hype about him closing out his career and everything else, that that certainly is in the talks of one of the greatest games. Like you have that one game. Moments. Moments, Moments right? Moments. Yes. And then, and then you, you look at this and it's like, wait a minute, what do you mean Braun is in MVP conversation right now? Or what do you mean that's Tom the, that's Brady? That's the difference. That's the difference. The difference is, and, and we know Kobe in the sense that Kobe – 
you take any of those individual, if Kobe was competing for a championship in his final year, that's the only thing he really truly cared about. And that's what, you know, I, I think that's part of the love that everybody had for Kobe, cared about winning. That's what makes what Braun or what Tom Brady, it's like here they are at this stage of their career. And I know for Braun and the Lakers right now, it doesn't seem like at this moment, hey, they're going to be in the mix competing for a chip. But his, it's not because of him. Like It's not his performance that, that is because of that, that at this stage he kind of had this big drop-off. And then here's freaking Tom Brady this weekend. He's a couple games away for getting, from getting back to the Super Bowl. That would be a nice way for the Matthew Stafford Super Bowl run to start by clipping Tom Brady. You know, because I, I I saw the number the other day. He's Tom Brady's something like fourteen and two in the divisional round in his life. It's something just insane that he's been through. Just just extraordinary. But uh, why not have it start with something weird and have it end with Matthew Stafford and the Rams going into Tampa and tuning him up? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I hope that uh, Sean McVay doesn't show up in the middle of the dump. That will be awkward. <laughs> to, to, to dump out talking about Daniel Radcliffe playing Weird Al Yankovic to asking questions about uh, Eric Weddle. That'll be a, a, a quick left turn now. So be prepared to go from dump topics to uh, Rams topics. Just well, Emily, I got something very important here. I got a text here that I need to read from the one and only Michael Thompson. And okay. Michael Ooh. wants to give some advice. This is very important. Uh, whatever Travis and I say, it's one level. Michael has a lot more experience in life. He says, tell him the first thing she should look for when she meets or sees her blind date. His teeth. If the teeth are bad, run. <laughs> Michael Thompson. Okay, I've, I've heard, Michael Thompson. I've heard that. I've also heard fingernails. Uh, both are good indicators of uh, cleanliness and whether a man is uh, taking care of himself. F fingernails is in like they're not like dirty or fingernails is in they've been manicured like how how deep down that rabbit hole are I, we going i think it's more of a not dirty and like just they shouldn't be the main thing you see so you look at them and if they're if they're clean that means one they shower because if you shower you have to <laughs> well, you, okay sink. what if like what if there. minimum what if? entry requirement like <laughs> travis and i um we are known for not exactly being handymen and what if that speak for the, yourself i know how to use glue that's true. That part is true. What if the hands are just roughed up because this is what they do? Like they're using their hands all day. They're out there. They're grinding. Does um, it also have to do with the occupation? Uh, yes, but I'd also prefer they didn't come right off the, uh, you know, check an oil. The job site. Cars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Connor doesn't hey, seem nice like he's. Nice to meet he's... you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> doesn't just, seem like I just Connor rebuilt or Dave this transmission. <laughs> I don't know that 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 whole manly man thing though. Strong hands, calloused. Some people hand, like that. That's, 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 a lot of. I was going to say that's as long not as a bad they are deal. clean. I, like, I don't mind yeah, calloused no. hands. That's nice. You work out. You work with your hands. It's a good thing. But wash them, please. <laughs> That'd be nice. 
I, I feel like if you're Andrew having to team. tell Andrew an adult team. to wash his hands, we've already failed. Hey, so I just <laughs> had just had Indian food, but hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> Put it right here. Put it right here. Thank like you, Michael. Really bad way to go. But my, Michael knows things too. All right. Um, this day, 1972, Sandy Koufax, uh, the youngest player ever elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame at 36 years old. That's Sandy Koufax's career is one of those that was really short unbelievably hmm. um I, I, let me, let me, he, he had a five-year window that's probably better than just about anybody else has ever had he was extraordinary but he got hurt and Sandy Koufax shows up now he pitches 18 years because they can fix all of the things that were going on right there there's so many things that happened then that Willis uh, not Willis Reed who's the guy that played for the Kings uh Bernard King Bernard yeah. King is another one he, he was an unbelievable NBA player he tore up his knee He's out for six months now and goes and has an incredible career, and then it altered his career forever that so much of this is being lucky and era and all of that stuff, and Koufax is a well, example. How long How long was Cam Akers out for? Five minutes, maybe ten. Like six I mean, months. That to me is unbelievable. Like watching, him this, watching him this past weekend – and and it's not like he was avoiding contact. Like no no no, I want to hit somebody. That I, that's just that's a perfect example of just the, how quick guys can come back now. You you nailed it out. It wasn't just that Cam Akers played in a game, which in and of itself is insane. insane. Five and a half months after yeah. rupturing an Achilles, you're playing this dude was like, game. give me a bring. bring where where is the guy I can people. hit? <laughs> he was just destroying guys. It, he was looking for contact, running downhill, making cuts. It was it was absolutely crazy. Um, Emily showed me this this morning. This might be the worst look of any banner I've ever seen. You know, some teams hang a wild card banner, and you know we we got to the semifinals banner. Lakers hang championship banners. Yep. Dodgers hang. Pennant, uh, you know, World yep. Series championship flags. Florida State basketball has a banner that hangs in their arena that says 2020, the year. Mm-hmm. Then it underneath it, it has the word canceled. And then underneath that, it has finished number four in the rankings. Hey, guys, we played about eh, 15, 20 games. We're out. Hang the banner. That, that is the most minor league. This is Florida State. They win things. They're good okay. at stuff. What are they okay. doing? Let, let me say this. That one I really don't get because it's confusing no. and you're putting canceled and you're saying rank this like I don't know that one uh, maybe there was a better way to do it I, I it just it's a very confusing banner let's put it that way right. but I I don't hate on like the Suns I think the Suns put up Western Western Conference championship whatever uh-huh. the case is I get certain franchises that are putting things up there's a there's just a there's a level. And you know the Yankees have a different level than um, the Padres, right? Like, no, for the, the, sure they do. But this is the equivalent of we finished third in the JV tournament my sophomore year, but we didn't get to the final. This one is confusing. The bus broke down. But but Trav, do you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Sense. That there, there's some there's certain franchises. People get mad when somebody hangs up. Uh, you know. For that city and that franchise, I get there's the it's a different you know it's it's a, the expectations are different, but this exact one makes no sense and is incredibly confusing. It's embarrassing. So typecasting is a thing in Hollywood. You don't want to be known as one thing. Daniel Radcliffe is Harry Potter, right? So I think that's what this is stemming from. Daniel Rad uh, Radcliffe is going to play Weird Al Yankovic. Way to go, Cal Poly Slow. Weird Al is your famous alumni. But uh, Weird Al, uh, Daniel Radcliffe is Weird Al. You there for that, uh, Al? 
Probably not, but I, I will say that it, it's okay to be one thing. Like there, there are people who have made an unbelievable career off of being one thing, but I get it. It's really tough to associate them with anything after. What's the exact opposite of Harry Potter? Mm, Weird Al. I'll be Weird Al. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. By the way, I'm a Weird Al guy. I think he's pretty damn funny. So uh, I, I may be in for that. How do people find the pod, Al? All right, ESPN app or on iTunes. Uh, just search Travis and Sliwa. Catch the full three hours. Sean McVay coming up with Mason in Ireland, which is coming up next. Slee and I tomorrow morning at 10. Don't miss it.